All right, well, go time. Let me, uh, let me hit this pause button over here. Uh, for those who know, that is my intro music to the podcast, if you're a podcast listener. Uh, first of all, we're going to give some time to people to hop on here. For those who catch the replay on my YouTube channel, I am your truly Dr. Barry Pierre, favorite board certified internist, host of many things, but more importantly, this week we are doing Real Physician Reacts. This is our live week series where I, as physician, something across my social media feed comes across and I have to start talking about it. So of course, once I saw this article, and mind you, I'm at the point now, I don't even have to like look for articles like this no more. People just start sending it to me immediately. Uh, if you follow me, you already know we be talking about, we have been talking about monkeypox ad nauseum for a while. It It went down more importantly, because the news cycle went down, but even more important is the fact that, you know, we had less and less cases, vaccine was out. Um, and this obviously, this this evening's discussion really isn't going to be about monkeypox per se, as far as education and everything else. But it is going to be, uh, and I, I, I kind of harken back, the fact that obviously, unless you're under a rock, you know that our COVID-19 protections kind of went away. Right. It, it's no longer considered a public health emergency here in this country. And I just want us to obviously continue to be diligent that even though even though the country, right, even though your state, your city, your health department, whatever, doesn't consider these things, you know, news enough to, you know, kind of broadcast it to the world or broadcast it to the point where people are talking about it. Like, it's not like they 100% go away. And this case is definitely something that is important, right? We should know uh, that, yes, monkeypox is still here. Like, monkeypox has not gone anywhere, despite the fact that our cameras don't look at it. And this case here kind of talks about monkeypox cases rising in the city of Chicago. Um, just, I'll do a quick little summary for it, just in case... Um, but if you just Google monkeypox Chicago, it's going to be one of the first sites that pop up. It says the Illinois Department of Public Health on Thursday confirmed at least 24 monkeypox cases with two additional cases probably on the way since March 24th. According to health officials, all cases were among symptomatic men, a majority of whom had received two doses of the vaccine. So that's that sentence alone. That sentence alone uh, is enough to like, you know, have us to have a discussion. Um, and I'm, I saw your question. I'm definitely going to get to that question as far as how do we contract it, right? Because that's, that's a big one. How do we contract this monkeypox? So here you have for those, unless you slept on the rock, you know that there was at a point where monkeypox became the disease to talk about even over COVID. And what happened, and one of the biggest reasons why is this aspect here. Because you we had a disease that if you got it, you can't just kind of walk around and act like you don't have it. Like, you can't just be like, oh, oh I don't like, nah. Like, you were going to have some symptoms that had visual representation. And when I, I had someone asked me, and I, I wish I remember the, the TikToker's name. Um, she asked me because we were talking about COVID at one point. And she said, wow, do you think if COVID had something that you can kind of see from a mile away, do you think more people would take it serious? And I said, uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Because at the time, I'm like, hey, you got this disease that we know spreads to a lot of people. 
you know, has, you know, killed millions of people, million plus here in this country alone. And people were kind of like blah about it. So I was like, I don't know, especially because I remember seeing people fighting not to wear a mask. So I remember even though I said, hey, you got this deadly respiratory virus out here. Deadly respiratory virus, highly infectious. It's out here. And people were like, no, take off the mask. So I would t I was telling myself like, nah, I think even if there was some type of, you know, outer appearance of how you can look and say, oh, yeah, yeah, this person definitely has COVID, like people wouldn't care. And then monkeypox came around and then the outbreak came around and that totally changed my tune because all of a sudden I had people banging, I mean, like proverbially banging at, you know, our, our doors, right? All of a lot of our health content creators doors asking about like, protection, asking about, uh, you know, treatment, asking about, is there vaccination? Like just banging at our door just because now the symptoms were so obvious and for a lot of people so painful that they wanted no parts of it. Now, of course, we had this groundswell. Now, mind you, monkeypox wasn't a new disease like COVID-19 was. It was a disease that was primarily in um, West, I think, Western Africa. Western Africa, that was where it was primarily at. But because of, you know, we, we're outside, y'all. So we, people traveling, people moving the way they're moving. Here you had a disease that were popping up in parts that don't normally pop up, especially here in the United States. So you had this disease that usually ain't normally here that causes, you know, issues that look like this that people were going wild for. People, again, like I said, they were banging. Like, so I think some of my most watched videos are based off monkeypox. I don't, like, I was just answering questions. Some of my most watched videos are based off monkeypox because that's how significant it was. And then, you know, with treatment, with time, the cases started to die down. Now, mind you, this is just so we can have a quick uh, number as far as cases are concerned. I just want to, so we just, just so we can have a, an idea of just how many cases there are uh, here in this country. Let's see, monkeypox. I just want to give it a total number of cases. I don't want to tell you a wrong number. I'm going off the CDC's website. So total cases of monkeypox in this country was 30,401 with 42 total deaths here in this country with a total of 87,000 cases globally. So obviously compares in comparison to what COVID did, right? Because remember at that time, COVID was getting 100,000 people in one week. 100,000 people in one week were getting COVID. So definitely obviously dwarfs COVID numbers, but still something, you know, obviously people were afraid because again, disease was there. But when it died down, like which we expected to, right? Because it wasn't a necessary deadly disease. Because like I said, 30,000 people here in this country only, and I hate to say only, because you know, if you're one of the 42 and or family members of 142, that's that sucks. But yeah, the rate of death wasn't as significant as it was in COVID. So again, I think a lot of people were at a lot of fanfare because of this disease that was symptomatic, because of the disease that you couldn't hide from. But eventually, like like all diseases, the talk kind of goes down. And I talk about this a lot when I talk about how every month. There is a disease that we focus on uh, for the month, right? Like, for example, we know October is all about Breast Cancer Awareness Month. But when it's not October, you don't see people wearing pink. 
So it's not like breast cancer is like any better, like in the months outside of October. It's just that when you have your time to shine as a disease, we're going to put the spotlight on you. So of course the spotlight got off monkeypox, just like it, you know, it, it, it did with COVID. And I think you have this typical lull of people thinking like, hey, if the whole world's not talking about it, I'm good. Nothing to worry about. And here we go. Pops up again. Um, let, kind of just a reminder, just a reminder that, hey, like we're still here and we're still having, you know, an issue to deal with. And um, the fact that they said all cases were among uh, symptomatic men, that's not something that was out of the ordinary. We know that from the origin of cases. Uh, the majority of cases were uh, with men uh, with either physical contact, sexual contact. That was the word majority. Now, not to say all, not to say all, but we know physical contact is a significant route of transmission for this monkeypox. And we know that the group that it was initially found in, especially, you know, from the beginning of the outbreak, were uh, men who have sex with men. Like that was the primary group. But unfortunately, a lot of people heard that that was the primary group and thought that was the only group that was affecting it. And of course, just like this country does, we were out to prove them wrong. And a lot of other different groups got it outside. So obviously women got it, children got it. So it wasn't just a uh, men having sex with men, but it spread. So it, and again, physical contact, sexual uh, contact, obviously is a big one. But again, not necessarily um, an issue of like, oh, if, if someone is in the room with you, kind of like COVID, you got to worry about it. So there's definitely some issues uh, that had to be, you know, obviously addressed, right? So we did a lot of education on monkeypox, on prevention, on what you could do, cannot do, right? Because of it, right? Because again, you have people worrying like, all right, can I go to the gym? Can I go to schools? You know, what do I need to wipe down my, my clothes with? Or do I, like, these are just lots of different questions that were coming about because monkeypox, again, had a lot of y'all. Again, I don't say y'all. When I say y'all, I'm being very general. But monkeypox had a lot of people afraid because they did not want this, right? They didn't. And again, this is a very binary, um, you know, uh, picture, right? Like they didn't want that, right? Like they didn't want a physical disfiguration, itching, burning welds. Like they didn't want none of that popping up on their face, their back, their arms. They wanted no parts of that. So they are very diligent in trying to protect themselves from it. So again, I just don't want people to slack, right? I don't just the same way, like I said, the camera's going off and the spotlight's going off on COVID. I, I, I don't want to, which we, 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 even though I say I don't want to, I know we're going to. Again, we when we see cases like this and when we see articles like this pop up, we shouldn't be surprised Right. We just have to make sure that we're diligent. Right. So that's why you see a lot of our content creators be like, hey, yeah, I know the government's talking about something. We're not, you know, we're not, we're not you know, there's no more public health emergency, but you still need to worry about COVID. You still need to worry about monkeypox. You still need to worry about the flu. Right. There are certain diseases that you still got to worry about even when the cameras are not on. So let's 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 get our let's get let's get some questions. I'm I, so let me see here. Cause I, I think I kind of answered that first question because someone asked, um, how, how do you contract it? Let's see. I just want to make sure I don't... Yeah. Yeah, someone asked uh, Vern. I don't know if Vern's still on here. Vern says, and maybe ignorant, uh, but how do you contract it? First of all, Vern, there is no ignorant questions, especially when it comes to health. Um, I'm big on, for those, especially those who follow me, make sure you follow me, make sure you hit the like button. I'm big on just asking a question, trying to get your question asked, because a lot of times you can Google 
And the answer could seem right on Google, but it could be uh, kind of off, right? So never feel afraid to ask questions, especially when you're, you know, when you're concerned about something, right? So how do you contact it? Again, the, the more most typical, the most typical uh, route of transmission is physical contact. And it's usually, and it's not like, oh, I just brushed by me, right? It's, it's usually pretty direct contact. Now, there has been instances where it's been transmitted via clothes because it can, you know, uh, rest on surfaces and clothes. So there has been that level. But I always say, especially with these types of diseases, there has to be some contact, not necessarily just skin to skin, but skin break to skin break, which is why sexual contact happens so much, right? Because obviously there's, you know, there's pores, there's mucuses that, that come into contact. Um, so you have this instance where like, yeah, if it like, again, figuratively speaking, it lands on my skin, that's one thing. But if I have a cut on that skin, now it has a route of entry. So it, it's just a couple of things. That, again, not necessarily a respiratory disease like COVID where I can just be talking, I can leave the room and then the spores get to, uh, no, this is definitely, you have to do some physical contact uh, to get it, which is why you typically see it happen in, in groups, right? Like a group of people have it, families will have it. Like that's where it typically happens. And we know that there's some cases that have jumped uh, to the an to the animals, right? So we've had some uh, animals actually pick up uh, monkeypox here in this country as well, too, or seen as a reservoir uh, for it. Um, oh, this is a good question. So uh, Kathy is asking, is it painful? Uh, so the answer, and this is regarding uh, these pustules here. Yes, um, it, there is a stage where it hurts, where it burns, where it itches. And it was, and that was such a, again, I was shocked. I was shocked, y'all. Like, remember, I, I saw how a lot of people did during COVID and how they brushed off a respiratory disease. Like it wasn't nothing. Like I saw that. So I was like, oh, I don't, and the person just asked me, like, if you think if it, if it was something that they could see from a mile away, would they care? And I was like, no, but I was shocked when I saw how many people, especially again, I don't, I don't suggest you do it. I don't suggest you do it. But if you Google, you know, monkeypox in this Google image, those are some, those are not, those are not nice looking pictures. Um, so what you see is a lot of times people are very, very symptomatic from it, a lot of pain, a lot of discomfort, a lot of itching, a lot of burning, um, especially uh, when it's kind of flaring up uh, in this nature here. So yeah, pain pain is definitely uh, an issue. Uh, this is a good question, right? As far as, and this is more of a contact issue, like hugs, like can can I, you know, can I brush by it? So again, I, it does have to be, again, you, yes, you have to have that physical contact, 100%. Got to have the physical contact. But when we're talking about physical contact, then it's like, all right, it has to it has to be able to be introduced into our system it has to be and usually it's mucosal related so there has to be again mucosal mouth you know sex anus like there has to be some type of or you know breaking the skin there has to be some type of way for it to be introduced in our system uh for it to kind of you know wish wash and do its thing uh so that that's how like yes can you can you technically get it from a hug yeah it's possible for sure Right, especially you hug someone, you hug them real close, you know, maybe, you know, you know, a little kiss goodbye, a little spittle, something, it, it's possible. Um, but uh, definitely something that has to be kind of very intentional uh, in that regards. Oh, I, pre I appreciate you. I appreciate you. So it says that thank you for all you do to help people. I appreciate it so much. Uh, <laughs> someone says, um, wrap up. 
Uh, <laughs> rap, can I borrow a dollar? Says wrap up in my business and, and you keep clean. Yeah, I mean that's that's just one of those things where yeah, again we 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 all know we all know that when it comes to our sexual health, not everyone's walking around here with you know you know protection, right? Like you get wrapping yourself up, but like but even even if even if it's not necessarily one hundred percent guaranteed that yeah, I'm wearing protection. She's got protection or he's got protection and we don't pass it along. Right. But so because again, it's again it's just the mucosal. Like the mucosal's touching and mixing and you know, here we here we are. <laughs> Let's see if we got any. Uh, appreciate appreciate all the likes. Appreciate all the likes here. Let's see. Oh, so that's I me. Mean, Joan 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 Jones says, I still wear my mask, but how Biden says the worst flu will come in 2025, but Africa did not have. That I'm not under, I, I, I didn't catch, I didn't catch what uh, Biden said about uh, the flu coming in 25. And I always tell people like for before COVID, before COVID, I was the content creator that would always tell people to get the flu shot. So people thought I was crazy when I say get the flu shot, get the flu shot. Because before COVID, the flu was the, the boogeyman during the, you know, December, January, February, March timeframe, right? Like when patients were sick in the hospital, it was because of the flu. So I would always champion, get the flu, get the flu, get the flu. I was, I'm a big, like if you search, uh, do a Google search for Dr. Mary Pierre and flu, you'll see a lot of my videos or uh, blog posts come up because I always talk about that. Um, so, but I'm not sure what he said about the flu in 2025 and I'm not sure, I'm not sure why Africa would, uh, you know, be an issue of concern. Well, let's see here. Uh, let's see. So Rob says, Rob, Rob, this is a question from Rob said, who primary, who gets primary, who primarily gets um, monkeypox? So again, the 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 community that we're seeing now is men who have sex with men. That has been the majority community because um, that's where the outbreak originated from. And and again, because it was men having sex with men, and it just kind of it kind of spread. But again, and and even though I preference that saying, yes, they were the first uh, significant community to have to deal with, deal with it. Um, but you know, like like the United States does, we made sure that uh, everyone was a party. So we had kids getting it, women getting it. Um, so it was just it was around. But like the so there's not necessarily a primary group that gets it, but it's a primary action. Uh, that causes it, right? So uh, unprotected sex or sex where bodily fluids are mixing, um, that's one of the primary actions uh, that causes the spread of monkeypox, which is why you'll have a spread just like pop up in clusters, right? Because it's not like one person can get in everyone's shoe. Like once that one person gets it and then that other person gets it and that person don't really know because there is a time frame. Because it's not like, let's say if I got monkeypox today, not like I would know I have monkeypox today, so I may have sex next week, may have sex the week after, then boom, all of a sudden the symptoms of monkeypox occur, but I didn't have sex with all of these people while I had monkeypox, right? So that's that's where that's where the, the spread can kind of uh, rise up on us. Um, yeah, someone says I'm going to rise, especially during Pride Month, right? So again, that's the that's the question at hand, where you have you have this instance where. You know, that because of that's the predominant group that's be affected, obviously that's where the education comes in at. But I don't want those who um, you know, don't partake in uh, having sex with men. I don't want I don't I don't want people outside of that group to think that it's every everything's all good. I got nothing to worry about. Right? Like there was a time where when we were talking about COVID, people thought only old people got COVID. 
So the young folks didn't think they could get COVID until a whole bunch of young folks started getting COVID. So I don't want us to be like, oh, I'm not a part of that group. I don't have to worry about it. And then, you know, with, you know, you know, six degrees of separation, all of a sudden you have to worry about it. So I, I definitely don't want that uh, to, to be the case there uh, for sure. Oh, let's see. Oh, someone says, someone, someone says it's a scare tax. Not a scare tax. Like it's just, it's a, and this is what happens. A lot, of, a lot of people always think that when we, like report what's kind of happening that we're trying to scare people. No, we're not trying to scare. You. We're just trying to say, hey, this is it. This is this is what this is what's going down. Again, this is just uh, a report that came just out of Chicago, right? So we're not even talking about the other states. Uh, other, you know, there's not any reports uh, elsewhere. But you know, the summer's coming up, right? So this is something you definitely want to uh, be weary of uh, as we as we kind of move forward. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, let's. Uh... I'll make sure you don't miss any questions, but that was a very good question. Uh, um, yeah, so someone asked about the vaccine, right? Because we, when the article says that a majority of people, and again, I'm not sure what a majority of people is. I don't know if it's 13. I don't, I don't know how many people, but it said majority of people got vaccinated. So we know that the vaccine that they have for the monkeypox, and I, I know, I know for, I know for a fact I did a video on this. Um, yeah, I know for a fact. I, in fact, you know, if uh, for those who, especially if you want more information on monkeypox. Uh, when this live is done, if you just go to my my link in my bio, my website, and go to resources, I have an infographic on monkeypox to answer a lot of your questions um, as far as spread, treatment, you know, what to worry about, signs and symptoms, answer all that uh, right in there. It's uh, I wish I could uh, screenshot, I can't, but um, definitely answer all your questions for sure. It's, it's a nice little infographic. It's free. Just put your name and my address. You get it set to you. Um, but yeah, this, let's see here. Oh, oh sorry, because uh, I, I messed up. So uh, monkeypox vaccine. And uh, someone, this is actually a very good question, right? Cause, and and I'll, I'll, I'm going to piggyback off of it because uh, someone asked, can uh, anyone get the monkeypox vaccine now? So yeah, so reason reason why this is a good question is because there was a time, especially when monkeypox was hot, that not everyone was eligible to get the vaccine because they just didn't have the numbers, aka they didn't have the, the supply to give everyone uh, in the world, right, the the vaccine, they had to be very specific on which communities were affected, right? So you either had to be in the part of that community dealing with high six, uh, high um, high risk sex um, uh, community, or you had to have personal contact with someone um, who who may be constrained or affected, right? So I don't know what the supply chain looks like now, but I can assure you that it's probably not going to be very difficult for you to get that vaccine now because not a lot of people were checking for it. So I'm pretty sure, like, if you win and say, hey, can I get that vaccine now? Like, a pretty, and it's a two-dose vaccine. I'm pretty sure you're not going to run into a lot of restrictions unless they still kind of have that, oh, are you a part of this specific group? Or have you had contact? Or are you symptoms? Like, that's usually kind of the mode because they don't really have a significant supply. So they have to kind of constrict who can get it. Um, but the vaccine, and this, again, this is a two-dose vaccine with about an 87% uh, effective rate, meaning that, yeah, 87% of cases are not going to have to um, develop the symptoms like this here and pain, discomfort, rash, and everything else, 87% uh, of the time. But again, there's still that 13%. There's still that 13%. Again, remember, in medicine, we, even though we wish it was, not everything is 100%. So you still got 30% of people um, who, 30% uh, uh, efficacy of those who may, population may get it, may develop the monkeypox, right? That's when we talk about the efficacy rate of said vaccine, right? So again, it's not 
right? It's not 100%, uh, but it does give great protection, right? It does give some people a sense of like, oh, okay, all right. Uh, I like what I'm seeing here. So definitely something to kind of think about, right? Like, if, especially if you're concerned that you may be in a high-risk population, you may have kind of come in contact with someone. Um, again, you may be in a, you know, maybe in a city of Chicago and that's something that you're really concerned about. Something to definitely think about. And mind you, again, this is just Chicago. This isn't, hopefully, right? Let's, I'm knocking on I'm knocking on the wood for everyone out here, because especially those who follow me know I'm not the I'm not the one who wants to drum up, uh, you know, discussion or fear to get everyone going crazy and you know sharing videos and likes that. No, like I'm the one to try to educate you so you can kind of move how you want to move. Because I know a lot of people like to move. Like I want y'all to move how y'all want to move. I just want y'all to do it in the safest route possible. So I want you guys to think about like, hey, you know, monkeypox is still here. Like again, just just like we're gonna we're gonna be talking about the flu cases. Flu cases are still here. COVID is still here. So we want people to think that just because they turn the, the lights off on that disease, this is still something you need to think about. So that's really all we should really kind of get from an article like this to say, hey, yeah, y'all know that disease that y'all are very, very scared about? Like it's it's still around. So like don't don't think that we, you know, we just kind of went away and there's nothing to do. Everything's kind of uh, rosy dancy. It's still here, um, you know, and, and don't, don't play no games for sure. Oh, let's see. So, oh, so Purple Queen asks, uh, should we still be wearing masks? So now if we're having this discussion on monkeypox, monkeypox and masks, because it's not a respiratory virus, right? So it's not a disease that spread from the respiratory tract. Not really there, right? So now if we're talking about COVID, we're talking about COVID, we're talking about flu, right? I'm I'm still like say I I wear my mask, especially in high risk areas, uh, including because uh, I, I I work at a hospital, rehab center, uh, and long term care center, right? So I'm st even though I'm I'm in Palm Beach County, South Florida, so a lot of our places don't even require us to wear no mask no more. I don't leave my car without the mask, like I don't leave my car and walk into a place knowing uh, that there's folks in there who have high risk of having either having COVID, either asymptomatic, or um, patients who I'm actually actively treating, because I'm still treating patients with COVID. Obviously, it's not as much as the, you know, the heights, but I'm still treating patients with COVID. And I have a different, I just have a different uh, view of it because not only do I work in a acute care setting, so that's the first place you go if you get really sick, you go in the hospital, you know, they get the hospital acute care, but I work in a long-term care setting. So there's a lot of patients who are so sick um, and then they get a little bit better, but they're not good enough to just go home or go to the rehab center. So then they got to go to a secondary hospital. So I take care of a lot of post-COVID patients in the secondary hospital who either have been on a vent for a long time, who have feeding tubes, who have wounds, right? So I still get a very conscious and current picture of what COVID can does, despite, you know, the absence of it on my TV screen or on the blog post, or just, despite that absence, I still get a nice current picture. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. COVID ain't, ain't COVID ain't playing around here. So I'm pretty sure the people in Chicago, uh, they when they when when these cases started popping up, they're like, hold on, what what is this? Like, because for especially those in the, in the United States, that's this is a disease we were not used to. Like, we're not used to dealing with monkeypox. Why? Because people typically got vaccinated 
and smallpox vaccine. If you uh, vaccinated, you didn't you didn't have monkeypox. Like that just didn't occur. So typically, we saw this in patients who uh, were not vaccinated. But of course, like everything occurs, right? Evolution occurs. Things start popping up. Now you have people who are not vaccinated. Vaccinated. Boom. Monkeypox is here. So it was just this disease that like, oh, yeah, yeah we got to stop playing around. Uh, and as a clinician, we actually now had to start being diligent. Like, OK, all right. Well, your signs and symptoms. You know what? This might be monkeypox. Right. That like that was a differential. When I was in school, I wasn't even thinking about I wasn't even thinking about a differential of monkeypox. Right. Because like I'm here in the United States. Why would I be thinking about monkeypox? Monkeypox only happens outside this country until now. And you know, when you have time frames like this, where you're going to have ebbs and flows, you're going to have these ebbs and flows of like, oh, another outbreak, oh, another outbreak. And we just have to be able to kind of uh, operate um, accordingly uh, from that standpoint. Oh, it's a good question. So, uh, uh, Dina says, my daughter and grandkids live in Chicago. What should I tell her? The kids are two and four. So, so for the kids, right? So the kids... Um, in regards to like the concern for monkeypox. So right now, the majority of cases are kind of happening with, again, within this specific group, right? So unless there's some concern that you may be around someone who has active infection, and by active infection, this is when it's active. Unless there's concern that you have active infection, it's not something that I'd be uprooting, uprooting my life and going in and like, that's not the case. I wouldn't be, that's not that for now. But it is just good to be very diligent on, you know, when we're when we're out and about, when we're looking, when we're seeing, like, hey, is that a, is that like, again? I don't want y'all to go out here, I don't want y'all to go out here trying to diagnose people uh, with monkeypox just by looking, right? Because you can't do that. Um, symptoms and everything. Like, I don't want y'all doing that. Uh, but it is something that we just have to be uh, uh, just keep just keep an eye on it, right? So again, if, as long as the concern is. Long as there's no concern of having any direct contact with people um, who who may be in contact, right? Who may be at high risk for it. There's not. There's no lifestyle changes that I would, you know, employ, right? Like I wouldn't be saying, like, "Oh, yeah, you definitely not, not, not that case." Even if you live in Chicago, uh, from that standpoint, there. Missy G says, uh, "Monkeypox is rising again." Seriously, so glad I came home. Yeah, again and. And again, the rise, right? Even the term rise is just relative, right? Because again, you had a you had this pretty dead period. It was a dead period where, like, to the point now on the CDC, the CDC uh, updates their cases every two weeks now. This used to be something that every week they would update, but you know, so few and few cases uh, were coming about that they just said, "All right, you know, we're going to stretch it out to every two weeks," just to give you an idea, right? So. We were doing a good job maintaining, holding down, you know, keeping our fort and protection down uh, against monkeypox. Um, I don't know if anyone goes to the gym, uh, but at the gym, they spray down everything now. Like, I, I would love to ask, like, a gym owner, like, how much money they go through on disinfectant uh, since COVID and monkeypox. Especially, not necessarily COVID, but definitely since monkeypox. Like, since monkeypox, everyone sprays everything now. Like, that's, that's their one thing. Like, I, I'm spraying this all, like... I'm spraying it before, I'm spraying it after. Like that, they be going through bottles of disinfectant uh, now in the gym. <laughs> That's too fed. 
Oh, so Emma, Emma has a, this. Emma says they just told us we didn't have to wear a mask anymore at my job on Monday. Um, and I was, yeah, and this is, and oh, I, miss it. Uh, I don't want to start again. Yeah, no, it's, and that's always the tough thing, right? Because you're going to have more and more businesses, all right, as the cases, especially for COVID, we're talking about COVID now, um, continue to go down um, as the incidence continues to, you know, and again, it, it's weird because obviously we're not reporting. We're not reporting the total number of cases we have now because, you know, especially you live in Florida, they don't even shoot those numbers out to you no more. So it's just weird to be like, like, I, I want to return to, you know, the norm, right? I want to be able to, you know, not have to wear my mask anymore if I don't have to, but I want to be diligent, right? So if you're in these instances where, you know, you're in, you're in a, uh, a job where like no one's wearing masks anymore, like I always say like, all right, you have, first of all, you got to look out for yourself. You have to see, all right, what are my risk factors? Am I at a high risk for picking up, you know, COVID if one of them have it and they don't tell us or it's asymptomatic? And more importantly, do I have family members do I have to worry about who may not be able to put up the fight that I can put up? Because a lot of times we can put up a fight, but it's grandma who can't put up the fight. It's our little one who can't put up a fight, right? So, you know, am, you know, did I get vaccinated? Did I get boosted? Did I do all these things there to really try to protect myself? So those are all questions you just kind of have to kind of answer for yourself. Um, especially as just we we just kind of continue to move uh, forward uh, of people are just like yep give um the mask is gone I'm throwing away I'm 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 throwing away the wipes all, all that's in the trash. <laughs> uh, yeah yeah Quan said I was just talking I was talking about I haven't heard about this in a while yeah yeah no this and unfortunately this is how medicine go medicine be like because we have to go through there's so many things to talk about um, we just be looking for a reason not to talk about something. Like, we'd be looking for a reason not to talk. Like, all right, we got that. Boom. N nothing to see here. Nothing to do here. Uh, we're going to keep that moving uh, from, from that standpoint. Uh, oh, this is a very good question. So, David says, if I got vaccinated last time, do I need to get another vaccination? So, we're not, we're not at least at this point, recommending people get, like, yearly, because that's, like, like, a year, like, or a booster, right? Like, nothing, nothing with this case or just what's happening has said, hey, you need to get a booster dose of the monkeypox, like not, not, no evidence we have now says that. Now, of course, if something changes, I'll post about it. Uh, but right now, nothing is saying that, like, based off what we know, you have to go get another booster, like COVID. Obviously, remember, COVID is definitely different. COVID is definitely different. COVID replicates more. COVID has more mutations. This this is not that with monkeypox. Um, and because of all of the variants in COVID, that's why they typically talk about like, oh, you need a new booster, you need a new booster, because the booster is trying to protect against the new variant. That's not the case here uh, with monkeypox. Uh, let's uh, and we, we I had to answer the question about can anyone get the monkeypox vaccine? So again, it what what the more restrictive uh, places and states have done was that if uh, you are in a high-risk group um, with concern for getting monkeypox or you came in contact with a person who had monkeypox, then you could get it. Um, but there are certain states that are more uh, stringent or more lax than others. So it really just depends on the state, uh, more importantly. So someone said, how are kids getting it? So a uh, question. So if, if you think about this, so if you're, uh, let's say you're a family member, right? Your family member has it, right? Uh, because monkeypox, it, again, it, it not only does it, it spread by contact, but it is there is been cases where it's kind of been like living on, uh, um, you know, surfaces, right? So now, right, and this is where I talk about the whole aspect of again, the skin to skin is not the thing. 
it's that monkey pox virus to a mucosa area. So let's say here, let's say you, let's say let's say I have this rash here all on my back, right? And then I go to sit in my chair, right? Or I go sit on the table for some reason, right? And you know, the the monkey pox virus is on the chair. And now the kid, right, puts their mouth on the chair, right? So you can kind of see, especially if you got kids, you can kind of see the you can kind of see the steps of how a kid could get that. Um, especially kind of introduced uh via the mucosal area. So that's how that that's been kind of the route for kind of spread for everyone, right? But like I'll just kind of giving you a good picture of just how like if you're a kid, like how a kid could get that. Um from that standpoint. Uh oh, there's a, I'm seeing people talk about the uh, right on the time of uh, election. That's hilarious. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, this is, I mean, this is a non uh, monkeypox question, but we can uh, answer it. The strep throat need to be treated antibiotics or will it go on its own? So, strep throat is typically caused by virus. So, because it's typically caused by a virus, you typically don't need antibiotics. But um, I can tell you, as an outpatient, former outpatient doctor, um, patients, you, Patients don't want to hear that, oh, you know, you know, this, this will go away. You know, I can take some salt, gog, uh, salt uh, you know, uh, hot, hot water, uh, rinses and gargles some salt water. And uh, they don't want to hear that. They want the antibiotics because in their mind, they're trained to believe that the antibiotics are going to be treated. So been, we've seen where like if I don't give you antibiotics and I give you antibiotics, the treatment um, recovery is about the same. Um, but it's very difficult to tell a patient, you know, you're not getting antibiotics. <laughs> <laughs> very difficult for that but it can right because again not yes a majority of it is caused by you know virus but there's some bacteria that also will cause it as well too right so and especially when we think about strep because strep is uh specific for um uh, a bacterial bug right but pharyngitis is what typically occurs for a lot of people right and uh, which is just getting inflammation swelling and everything else um and that's where you see uh the, you know because it's pharyngitis people are like oh i got strep throat like that's the they like just like right now if i say i'm gonna do a web search no i'm gonna do my googling right so a lot of people have just incorporated any diet any testing of a sore throat being um oh this is strep though this is strep though like so it's, it's so that's where it's typically difficult but like we we actually do um swabs for uh strep and if you're strep positive then we shoot you some antibiotics uh but the majority of the time pharyngitis is usually due to uh viral infection uh in nature let's see here oh it was very good so uh crazy says i have cancer no immune system I have worn my mask since the pandemic i haven't caught anything and and honestly these this I thank you crazy for letting us know that because I think uh, I think a lot of times, especially when when we talk about these diseases, the flu, monkeypox, COVID, or whatever disease we're talking about, there is a significant um, I don't say significant, but there's a population uh, in this country that just can't get no vaccine. Like they're not getting the vaccine, not happening. They are they're, they don't have the immune system to get the vaccine, so all they have is not only the protection for themselves, AKA wearing a mask and 95 cloth mask, whatever they're wearing, um, but the the hope that their support for those, that those around them will protect them as well. So that's why I've always been a, a champion of, 
you know, hey, wear your mask, get vaccinated, everything else. Not necessarily because I, I think like I'm going to be so susceptible to getting COVID or so susceptible to getting flu. I don't want it. Right. But it's because I know that even if I do get it and yes, I'm boosted. Yes, it helps. Yes, it helps the, the you know, decrease the severity. But there's someone who I may come into contact with, especially because obviously the field I'm in, I, I take care of a lot of sick patients. Right. So imagine me, a physician. Uh, you know, with this active COVID infection and I'm taking around to all of my elderly patients that I got to take care of, right? And now grandma, right? Your grandma just got COVID from the doctor, right? Like your grandma, your grandpa got COVID from the doctor and they can't fight it like I can fight it. Like I can like, oh, okay, I'm good. They're, they're ending up in a hospital, right? Or if, especially if I'm taking care of rehab, then I got to send them back to the hospital, right? So I'm always thinking about those who can't protect themselves via vaccine and boosting, and especially when we talk about discussions of mask wearing and everything else uh, from, from that standpoint there. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Oh, got a little truth right there to make them. Just, uh, get this guy to block. Uh, we're going to have to you do not have to worry about that. Someone says, some, someone mentioned Rand Paul, and that, nah, no, no, no. Kiev is a good home testing resolution, around $70 a test now. Oh, we got a, oops. so this is just a discussion about a, uh, I guess, a different testing for COVID uh, from that standpoint there. Let's see, make sure we don't. I want to make sure we don't miss any questions before I get up out of here. Lots of good discussion today, y'all. Lots of good discussion. Like I said, I know a lot, a lot of people are like, I forgot about monkeypox. Forgot about monkeypox. And uh, is Lala uh, Palooza going to be safe? Right? So safe. Safe is going to be relative, right? So safe is going to be, you know, uh, what are you doing to make sure you're protecting yourself? What are you you're doing to, um, you know, make sure you're protecting? Again, because you have to almost operate. This is how I always, uh, this is how I tell patient, my patients, I said, I have to operate like everyone has the disease that I'm trying to protect myself from. So if I operate like everyone has disease I'm trying to protect myself from, then I, the best job I can do is protect myself. And hopefully that will help protect me from others. So um, yeah, Lollapalooza, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, there's going to be some concern, right? Because, you know, obviously there's going to be a lot of, you know, close contact. There's going to be a lot of, you know, sexual activity. Um, there's going to be, there's going to be a lot of, uh, risk out there uh, that you have to be worried about. But, um, you know, just again, be safe, protect yourself, understand that there's, you know, we got plenty of things to worry about. COVID, flu, monkeypox, uh, it's it's kind of all in the set. All right. Let's see here. Let's see here. Yeah, and it, uh, I do not have a name. I like <laughs> that's a funny name. Um, let's not fear monger. It will be, it's real, but yes, it will be largely safe, right? So yeah, that, I think, especially if you, you know, if those who follow me, um, no. Right. Like I'm that's what I'm big on. Right. Like I'm big on trying to educate uh, the community so they don't like live in a state of fear where they feel like they can't do anything with their life. Um, Like I, I don't want you all to do that. Right. Like cause it's just it's just not it's not viable. Right. It's just not viable to live in this cocoon and act like. But it, we're also not going to be uh, ignorant and and act like these diseases aren't here either. Right. So you can't have. Uh, both sides of the spectrum. You can't be like, all right, yeah, we're not going to, you know, fear monger. We're not going to be worried about, we're not going to be super scared of disease, but we will respect the disease. If you don't get nothing from me, you're going to respect COVID. 
You're going to respect monkeypox. You're going to respect the flu. You're going to respect hypertension. You're going to respect high cholesterol. You're going to respect all these diseases. You may not be super scared of them, but you're going to at least respect them. You're going to know that there's some risk factors to be had if you if you play with them. Like if you play with them and act like they're not that, like there's some issues uh, to be had. Right. So, but yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I'll definitely end my note there. Um, yeah, let's not let's not be afraid. Right. Again, I want especially because I already I, I saw once I saw this pop up, I already know how it typically runs, especially here on uh, social media. Uh, so I don't want y'all to be like, oh, my God, monkeypox is back. Let's pump our brakes. It's back in Chicago. We haven't seen if it's back elsewhere yet. We'll be keeping an eye on it. I'll keep an eye. I'll be keeping an eye. Like I said, I'm going to be looking at the cases. I'll be keeping an eye on it. So it's not back everywhere. But if you're in the state, if you're in the state of Illinois, right, see Chicago, um, there's, you know, there's a risk. The numbers are climbing out there. So just something to be very of. So again, I'm your truly Dr. Barry. Uh, if you if you miss this live, I do repost this on my YouTube page uh, tomorrow, right? Link is in the bio, right? So it'll, tomorrow morning, it'll be on my YouTube page. If you're a podcast listener, it'll be on my podcast, right? Um, and and I suggest, especially if you have any questions on monkeypox or just monkeypox in general, if you go to link in my bio, um, I think my last blog post was on monkeypox and I have a free infographic source on there as well too. So website is drbarrypierre.com, all one word. Um, get there. It's like under resources, you'll see it. But if you go to the blog, I have a long discussion on just monkeypox and all that good stuff. So y'all be blessed. Y'all have a great evening. I'm going to see you guys tomorrow.